This was a comment I posted in another thread about my own personal observations and experiences of the traits of the women who seem to attract the most high-value men. Being an immovable mover. So everyone here realizes that women should be the one in charge of how things go. We also realize the woman should not be parenting the man. (laughs) Ah, this is ridiculous. Right, so here's the thing that, that the FDS subreddit doesn't realize. Attracting a high-value man in their in their ex- experience or in, in their opinion, a high-value man in their opinion is actually a beta male. So the women that attract the most beta males will follow this. Okay, and then look, literally, first statement. Everyone here realizes that women should be in charge of how things go. Okay, so already from the start, the woman is in charge of the relationship. Men, if the woman is in charge of your relationship, there is no relationship. There is no respect. She will leave you for another man. And so this community, this strategy is literally teaching women the absolute worst thing it could possibly be teaching them. By the way, uh, I just went to the FDS handbook, and this is this is section one. So uh, over time, I'll just break down every section, right? Um, and this this one is going to be, guys. There's a lot to unpack here, so bear with me, okay? There's a lot to unpack. Okay, there is one thing the woman should have in common with good parents. She's the immovable mover, or that which moves without being moved. Okay, so here is the translation. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how you act, she will always want to be in charge. She will always want to be right. She will always fight for power. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm in a relationship with a girl who always fights for power, I will leave. I don't work so hard to have a good life only to have a girl at home tell me what to do. I work to provide a good life for myself and the people with me. And it's absolutely ridiculous for another person to then dictate the terms of my life. This makes children feel safe when their parents are immovable. So here's the the, the implication here. The implication is that this woman will act like your mommy. She will make you the child because you as a man will be treated as a child in a relationship with this girl. She will will feel immovable. And she's going to try to make you feel safe by being immovable and telling you what to do. It makes men feel safe too. If you can direct things while seeming to stay still yourself, you're a calming and safe presence while also seeming adoration worthy. So literally, if you follow this advice you will come off as the condescending queen of your relationship. After all, the two phrases above are religious. They're about God. Nobody says, man, God is so boring since he's immovable. Rather, the immovable nature is what's so awe-inspiring. Okay, so here's the implication. What this girl is implying, who's writing this article, is that women should act like they are God in their relationship, that they are the God of their man, that they should be worshipped and put on a pedestal. That they're a queen. 
Now, I don't know about you, but that's absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. And this destructive advice will ensure that the girl is never happy. Note, being an immovable mover does not mean you can never admit when you're wrong. An immovable mover who's done wrong is uh, immovable, uh, uh, is so immovable that saying, sorry, I did that, doesn't threaten their position. So basically, no matter what you do, no matter what she does, she will still act like she's your queen. Also, being an immovable mover does not mean you're doing what the other person wants. Well, exactly. I mean, the the rule of womanism is never do anything for the express pleasure of a man. So this should go without saying. In the FDS, doing anything that your man asks is uh, tantamount to surrender, is tantamount to, um, to, to, you know, being a good woman. And you can't be a good woman. No, you have to be in charge. You have to be a god of your man. Uh, it means that they know when to expect that you'll be pleased with them or not, and what, and they know what the results will be, and they never wonder, well, how will she respond if I do X? They know how she'll respond. So basically, again, what this sounds like is the the woman is trying to teach other women how to be the mommy of their of their significant other, how she can be the the leader of the relationship and to control the relationship in all aspects. Being an immovable mover from everything I've seen and experienced in my entire life is the most important thing. By the way, this is why you never listen to dating advice from women that are 40 plus. This is what they'll teach you. They'll teach you, be the god of your relationships. Never compromise. Uh, Tell men what to do and no matter what they say to you, never listen. Be strong, queen. If a woman listens to this, she will doom herself to a life of cats. Every relationship she'll ever have will explode and she won't understand why. The reason why is because she's being taught from the beginning the incorrect framework. Women, you need to be fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, and sexually loyal. So do you see that anywhere here? This is the opposite of cooperative. This is dominant. This is aggressive. This is a fighter, belligerent. That's That's not what men want. Okay, next. Character. She has character and benevolence. Right, so she's literally, she's going to act like your mommy. She respects service professionals. Okay, great. She's kind to animals. Great. She doesn't make fun of the unfortunate. Great. You know that if she were in tough situations, she'd do the right thing. Okay, that's also, yeah, sure, solid. Though she prioritizes herself in all normal life situations... You suspect she'd save a kid from a burning building or take a bullet for someone weak and defenseless. Honestly, this sounds like good advice for men. Men prioritizing himself in all normal life situations. If a woman prioritizes herself and not you, you have no relationship. This is teaching women exactly how to be men, to be honest. Like, being an immovable mover is a very important quality for a man to have. But if a woman has it, um, it makes her totally undesirable. Like, it, it's really funny that she's teaching women to act like a parent to the, to, to, um, she's teaching women to act like a parent to men, when I think this is actually what she wants. She wants a man to treat her this way. 
A Becky listens, but a dream girl has gravitas, a listening style. When a man tells a Becky his deepest secrets, she's sympathetic, which would be nice if a girl was. But when he tells a dream girl, she's silent for a bit and then says, thank you for telling me that in a condescending way. All I, all I see when I'm reading this is condescension, right? Is she's putting herself so far above the man, she's his god, and everything falls from that frame. It's, you should never accept this frame from a woman. It's ridiculous. Uh, okay. Then all the other stuff we know. Taking care of their health, great. Taking care of hygiene, great. All the stuff that's great but isn't good enough to move someone up from a Becky category. A desirable woman is a dream girl. Is an immovable mover who always seems to be doing precisely what she wants to be doing. Uh, if a girl is doing whatever she wants... Your relationship is over. Because when you allow a woman to do what she wants, what's going to happen is she's going to behave according to her own nature. And her own nature will want for her to maximize her options while minimizing yours. So she's going to have um, previous exes as friends. She's going to have lots of male orbiters. She's going to go on girls' nights out. She's going to... um, talk down to you. She's going to tell you what to do. She's going to give you chore play. She's not going to, um, she's not going to be liberated in the bedroom. She's going to, she's going to do all of the negative things. Who prioritizes herself in all enormous situations, but you're sure has ironclad character to take a bullet. Uh, if someone is like, it's ridiculous. And who listens carefully and responds carefully instead of reacting with syrupy sympathy. Like, guys, again, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with what I'm saying. But this is ridiculous. Oh, I, did I even do the intro? Okay, I, I guess I forgot to do the intro. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. Of course, uh, I'm reacting to the FDS handbook here. Uh, if you'd like me to comment on a video uh, or compilation, please... Uh, send it to theheliosblog at gmail.com. You can also give me a Reddit post. I don't mind. Uh, And again, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with what I'm talking about in this uh, this, uh, section here. Oh, and last of all, something I ignored. A dream girl isn't crazy. If she has mental health issues, they're well-managed through therapy and possibly medication and have been well-managed for years. That actually is good advice. So, there are other... Uh, traits that good men will love and other traits that men will find meh. But none of those rise to the level of being thematic. I think what I've written above covers the entire theme of the most desirable women. Right, so to summarize, in FDS's opinion, and it's wrong, the most desirable women are those that act like gods to their men. They act as though they are the ruler of the relationship in all aspects and no matter what the man does, she is always superior to him. That's the implication here. All right, uh, let's go to some videos here, just so we can uh, switch a little bit in our topics. Uh, here, let's let's uh, let's go after. So I've already commented on this, but we'll we'll move on to the next one here. Indians. We are engaged. Who got down on one knee? Both of us. Okay. It's an equal relationship, right? So um, I think we've already mentioned this: the idea of uh, of two women relationships and how um, sure they tend to be uh, like equal relationships. But um, what happens is because there's not a lot of masculine energy, uh, the relationship tends to be quite volatile. 
Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's let's see what they have to say. Okay. It was kind of like a mutual, it was kind of okay. a mutual agreement. If you guys decide to adopt a child, who's going to be the caretaker? Well, she had two kids, kids and I'm going to have two kids too. So okay. no matter what, it's a mutual agreement between the both of us. So let me ask you this. Hmm. Why do you think gender roles don't seem to matter so much in same-sex relationships as much as they do in heterosexual relationships? Because if you're the same gender, that means you have the same roles. Yeah. And no one's gonna be playing We're both the mom in the relationship. Indeed. And that's, that's exactly... Okay, so at least they're being honest, right? So here... Um, it, yeah, that's right. It, there's not a lot of masculine energy, as I said. And because there's not a lot of masculine energy, uh, what's going to happen is it's going to be like a community living, right? Um, you know, like the, the whole idea of it, it takes a community to raise a child thing. But the problem is that without a male figure, um, the, the children are not going to learn proper boundaries. Um, because, again, Children need both masculine and feminine energy, and it's going to be really hard to get that from a from a two woman relationship. I'm not saying that they're not going to be able to raise children, um, you know, to adulthood or anything like that. Um, I'm just saying they're going to need to get that masculine energy from somewhere because they're not going to get it from each other. And if they believe that they can get masculine energy, that would be a problem. We're both, so we both taking care of the kids. We of both do everything. Roles. Well, why so, do they? Why do they matter in heterosexual relationships at all? I mean, because of society. Yeah. Right. They think that society has taught people that um, gender roles are a social construct, right? And that um, men are taught to act a certain way, and women are taught to act a certain different way. But actually, that's not the reason. The reason is that children require masculine and feminine energy and not only energy but abilities. So um, men have to do the protection, the provisioning and providing boundaries and women have to do the nurturing, the caring and uh, the saying yes. One person says no, one person says yes. The children learn healthy boundaries. The children learn healthy boundaries and then... Uh, they grow up to be uh, good, functioning members of society. Uh, it's much harder when you have, um, like, two people of the same gender. Although, I've heard that two men raising children goes okay. Because if, if the kids don't have that much nurturing, but they have boundaries, they still turn out okay. So, the key is that children need to learn boundaries and not be told yes to everything. Society, society. does affect a lot of on it. But also, I feel like... They teach you boys yeah. wear blue, girls wear girls pink. Girls wear pink. Sure. But like honestly, they, yeah. they anybody give you can wear roles. anything they want to so wear. So if you're in... Right, but allowing the child to do anything they want to do, what it does is teaches them incorrectly about the way that the world works. And especially if it's a man, like if they have, if they have male children. And so if that's the case, then those children will grow up to have life slap them in the face, right? Because life is not fair. Life is not fun in the sense that life doesn't care. If you are not competitive, if you don't understand how the, way, uh, how the world really works, you will be um, humbled eventually. In the so, same sex, then you obviously are honestly, assigned the yeah. same roles, but you also have to take on the roles of yeah, what, we do we whatever say, we do technically whatever we want to do. So whatever she lacks in, I empower in. I feel like being a woman, okay. it can be kind of scary out in the world with men, just because you never know what they're thinking or what they want to do. 
Right, so this this implication that all men are dangerous is actually, it's a dangerous idea, right? And and the reason is because this is what women have been taught, right? Women have been taught by womanism that men are dangerous, that men are to be uh, avoided or um, sort of feared. And uh, the truth is that for most of human history, um, men have been the protectors, right? So a woman is more safe with a man than without, Right? Uh, when she has the protection of a man. But nowadays, you know, women are told, you don't need no man, right? Uh, but the only reason that they don't need no man is because uh, society as a whole is um, protecting women, right? And so then women from that place of safety feel entitled to have a more and more and more demands, basically. Why is it okay for women to paint men with a broad brush as something to be feared, but if men did the same thing to women, it would be considered sexist? Exactly. Uh, that's that's actually a very general thing that happens that I've seen in a lot of these uh, a lot of these videos. Uh, and actually, uh, TikTok is an incredible example of this, um, where basically what happens is um, women are allowed to say things about men that if men said about women, they would be cancelled. But it's fully allowed on on TikTok. And the reason is actually because of money. Because uh, women spend more money than men, they're allowed to voice their opinions, right? Whereas if men are allowed to voice their opinions and women get mad, women will avoid that platform. And if women avoid that platform, then then, uh, the companies can't tax the women, right? So basically what happens over time is that companies become womanist in order to be able to tax more women in order to have more women buy their products, etc. Um, I don't know. Maybe just the history. But it's not, and that's the thing, right? The hist the history is revisionist, right? Uh, womanist history says that back then, in the old times, men were this evil thing, the patriarchy, and what it did was it chained women and forced women to do all these terrible, all these terrible things like have families and raise children and, uh, you know, and cook and clean, right? Which are actually not so hard, right? Um, compared to breaking your back, uh, you know, uh, taming horses or chopping wood or growing the crops or whatever, right? So, it wasn't such an oppressive thing. In fact, if you went back three or four generations, you'd find that most women were actually happy raising children and having families. It's nowadays that women are miserable when they're not in their traditional role. So, it's, it's not because of history. It's because of power. Womanism wants power for power's sake and is willing to destroy the lives of everybody in the West to get it. Back... Like, from men, I don't know. There's just... I don't know. That's a hard question. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, are you more likely to see physical abuse from men to women or verbal abuse from women to men? Oh, the, I mean, I can... I, I know the answer to this one. And I think you all know it too. Uh, the second one. Uh, verbal A-word is much more common. And in fact, I think every man I've ever talked to has experienced verbal A-word. Um, women uh, can be very cruel in the... Um, in the pursuit of their goals, let's say. So uh, that's that's doubtless. Um, okay, let's let's see what she, what she thinks. Though I'll bet she says that physical a word is more common, but it's not even close. 
I think it can go both ways for sure. No, it can't go both ways. Although this egalitarian equalist thing is another tenet of womanism. So womanism says, my movement is about equality. Men and women are the same. Men and women should be treated the same. Men and women should get the same things. And... Uh, but that's not actually what happens because of woman's hypergamy. If if it's actually equal, then women are actually superior, at, at least in their eyes. And that's how they're acting today, right? So now that women have been empowered to be like equal, women en masse feel that they're superior. And so they, they demand their demands. Okay, anyway. Well, I'm not discounting, you know, the physical abuse. Yeah. But why is verbal abuse so rarely talked about? Just because it's not physical, it's words, I guess. Right, indeed. And, and the, the women's uh, response is just suck it up. It's just words, sticks and stones, right? But in fact, uh, many men are indirectly destroyed by words, right? Um, and uh, the irony, actually, is that most men are not destroyed by harsh words, by verbal A-word. They're actually destroyed by the reverse. They're actually destroyed by compliments and what, in their opinion, is love, right? When women manipulate the man into believing that he is loved, when actually he's just being used. That is the true tragedy of our time, in, in my opinion. One of them, anyway. No woman goes out in the world and doesn't have to look over their shoulder and sit there and wonder, like, damn, what if something happens to me right now? Oh, uh, this is a thing that I forgot to mention, by the way. I totally forgot to mention this. Um... The world is actually much safer for women than for men. Uh, women are just under the impression that they're less safe. But actually, the most violence in the world is committed by men on other men. So women, uh, and this actually includes at night, it's actually more likely for a man to experience violence at night than a woman, even though women feel that they're, that they're unsafe, uh, which I, f I find to be uh, hilarious. Uh, again, it's one of, it's one of the uh, womanist uh, propaganda things that they, that they say. Okay. I think we'll end the show there. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Again, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with any of my points. That's what the comment section is for. Remember to subscribe on your way out if you're enjoying the content. Uh, hit the bell for all uh, notifications. Again, I really appreciate that you watched all of this. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.